Welcome back to Throwing Hands. It's me, it's Jarrett. Jarrett, we got a lot to talk about, don't we? Absolutely. What a crazy... So we're going to hop right into it. Uh, we're just... We're going... We're starting with... Uh, Brunson versus Duplessis. Um, let me just get some things set up. Oh, man. All right, so... Um, Brunson... This is the second uh, fight in a row in which Derek Brunson's towel has had to be thrown in. I think it's time to hang up, t- time to hang it up, man. Like, yeah, absolutely. If, if that's happening twice in a row, and Duplessis was gassed. If if you can get this dude out of the first round, anyone in the top five will destroy him. I think. But yeah. Brunson, he, he's, he's had as solid as a career you can get without winning a title. I think I think it's time. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's. I think he thinks it's time too. You know, the tweet afterwards for all those who have watched my career, thank you. Um, it's just given that shades of it's it's over. I believe. I believe too. Yeah, he should. But uh, if Duplessis can get his cardio in check, I think he can become a problem. However, he was gas. He's thirty, and he was gassed after one round. I don't know what. I don't know what to do. But. Uh, Cody Garbrandt versus Trevin Jones. Cody Garbrandt make, made this look a lot harder than it had to be. Um, I think he did solid in the first two rounds. In the third round, he just coasted. I'm like, why are you co- just finish the fight? You can finish Trevin Jones. Like Trevin Jones is going to get cut soon, probably. He's not that guy. But Cody Garbrandt, man, I, yeah. I just don't get how he's falling so hard. I don't, I don't get it either. You know, some people just take those hard losses differently you know but it just it didn't look obviously got away with the win it was ud it was a very obvious ud in my opinion but it just still did not look like the cody garbrandt that was you know like me and you both said last time that fight against dominic cruz he was honestly in my opinion he was one of the best fighters ever in that yeah. fight. honestly like but you know, just I agree with you. How far he has fallen is crazy, and I honestly don't want to see him really pursue much after this. Just, just kind of maybe take a different route now. But I don't see him anywhere near the top again. Anyway, yeah. Soon. Someone said they this is the time to make Cruz versus Garbrandt too. If that's the fight, I'm kind of for it. Not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm game. So yeah. why the hell not? To the main card. Because now they're going to start throwing him these, like, young killers. Um, yeah. Please just give him Cruz or something. I think Cruz wins it, though. But, you know. Bo Nickel versus Jamie Pickett. Bo, Bo got the job done real quick. Uh, ref missed yeah. a nut shot, but I don't think it would have mattered that yeah, much, to be honest. I don't think it would have been too much different. Just separate the space, and he's back in. But – 
you know, whiffed on the kick and then rebounded. I do agree. Bo swears that it was on the inner thigh, but who's going to admit to doing that? You know, Bo's never been one to have a small ego. You know, I think that's what a lot of non-wrestling fans who are MMA fans have a problem with him. You know, Bo has always been a huge personality. You know, that's why he was, that's why he's one of the most popular college wrestlers of all time. Because he had that spark that made college wrestling fun to watch. He wasn't afraid to celebrate. He wasn't afraid to talk trash. You know, after winning national titles, he was uh, like not kind of talking shit, but, you know, talking his stuff back to Ohio State. Um, but, yeah, he, he's, a, he's a big personality, man. He's not going to, you know, just roll over and say, yeah, you know, it's a cheap shot, but – um, who knows if that exchange, I think that exchange happens anyway afterwards. I think he gets in on a shot and still finishes it. Yeah. Um, that wasn't even a proper arm triangle, guys. Um, just yeah. how good of a grappler he it was, it was a terrible arm triangle. It, like, he's, he's so strong from every interview that I've heard. He's so strong. Like, apparently it's like freakish. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's got, well, those, he's got those wrestling muscles, man. Bo knows. Shout out to Bo Nickel, man. Bo does know. Um, Mateusz Gamrot, uh, versus Jalen Turner. Kudos to Mateusz Gamrot, man. This is this is a tough fight to take on short notice. I thought it was pretty unanimous. I thought yeah. Gamrot won two rounds, uh, but coming in on short notice against a guy like Jalen Turner, who's super long and hard to just hard to. He's a tough fight for anyone. He looked really good and solid. He deserves. I think he deserves another top five matchup. Yeah, after this. yeah. We were saying uh, on one of the episodes the last two weeks that you know I I, I think Gamrot's one of the best offensive wrestlers in uh, in the UFC. There were some shots that were stuffed that I think he could have definitely got through, but you know I think we both agreed that that was his way to win. He went out, executed it held off the firepower on the feet and got it done. You know, that, that was, that was yeah. a good, good win for him. Especially I agree with you on short notice. That's a tough matchup and he got it done. Yeah. And I, I think the, the, the ones that were stuffed were very projected because he got yeah. hit and then he just went within seconds. He, he just shot. Yeah. So I, the, the ones that were stuffed were super projected, but he, yeah. shoot, man, he, Jalen Turner's a tough guy to get down, and he he held him there too. I mean, against a taller guy like that, he could put his legs up, and it's hard to get over if you're, you know, Gamrot's not a small, not a big lightweight. He 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 was a featherweight champion back in KSW over in Poland. So, you know, kudos to him, man. He kudos. That was tough, but kudos to this dude, Shavkat Rachmanov, uh, defeating Jeff Neal by. Uh, standing rear naked choke uh, with 43 seconds to spare in the whole fight. We learned yeah. a lot about Shafkat. Uh, here's what we learned. I think here's what I learned. He got that dog in him. He could fight through adversity. He has a chin. Yeah. Uh, he could strike with the best. Jeff Neal is probably the best box, pure boxer mm-hmm. in the division. He could strike with the best of them. Uh, he, I mean, he's strong. He, that he is so strong, and that he his knees are vicious. He found those openings so perfectly. It was it was art. It was it was amazing to watch. Uh, Jeff Neal, fantastic takedown defense uh, on his part. Um, 
But Shavkat, he'll be champ soon, I think. I, I agree. I agree. I think I think it's time to start making the uh, you know tough matchups for these two, and I think everyone knows what I'm talking about with these two. Um, but get them, get them the, you know, either whoever it is in the top five. Start pushing Hamza and Shavkat up, you know, and whatever is going on with that situation, have them fight, have them fight Colby, whatever is going on. Just it's time to start moving them up. Both of them showcased. Um, Shavkat though, man. Um, definitely, I think what I've been hearing around, um, it's it's pretty obvious. But the head movement, I definitely say he needs to work on that head movement yeah, a little bit. Agree. In that top tier of welterweight, but other than that, you know, um, there's not much else you can say. I agree with you. We've said it time and time again. This guy's got it for sure. He, he's the most complete fighter in the division. Yeah, I, I don't I do. even think there's a question about it. I yes, do. can Hamzat strike hard? Of course, but his striking isn't dynamic. Shafkat was throwing spinning back kicks uh, and wheel kicks during the fight. I don't see Hamzat doing that. Could he? Probably. But he's so dynamic everywhere. Guys, this guy's one of a kind. Um, I'm not saying he's like John Jones well-rounded, which we'll get to there soon, of course, but he has it. Guys, so keep an eye on him. You know, obviously, hardcores are probably listening to this podcast, so you probably do. But if you're a casual and you stumble upon it, this is the, this is the dude you want to follow and get on the hype train ASAP. I feel like I feel we were a bit disrespectful in the preview, Jarrett. Um, we spent maybe forty five seconds to a minute on this fight. You could check. You could uh, check with us in the comments, guys. But. Alexa Grasso pieced her up in the first round. And yeah. then, you know, Valentina took it down the next three rounds. Valentina whiffed a spinning back kick. But if you see the video, guys, Alexa Grasso was working that and took the back immediately and a brutal face crank. That was like, crazy. Brutal face crank. I, I hadn't seen anything like that um, to beat Valentina Shevchenko. What do you, Jared, what do you think, man? Uh, dude, this is this fight is the reason why I didn't have Kadoba uh, for lunch today. Um, I ended up having to eat at the cafeteria because this ruined my parlay. So, uh, uh, am I salty? Yes, absolutely. I am extremely salty. This one hurt. Uh, hit 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 pretty close to the chest. Uh, this was one that I was felt like we were both very sure on. Uh, but that's MMA, man. You know, yeah. don't don't get into sports betting, guys. It's really not worth it for your yeah. mental. And, and to, to, you know, we looked at the Tyler Santos fight, right? And, you know, I thought it was a fluke, but I think it might just be father time. Yeah. Uh, and I hate to say that because she is. She she is one of the regardless of gender, man, she's right. one of the best ever. And it's not she's top, probably top 10 all time, regardless of gender. Yeah. And um. She might be arguably the best female fighter of all time. You can make an argument for it. Yeah. Like seven title defenses. Like she she's so good, guys. Um, so this rematch will probably happen. Valentina wants an immediate rematch. You can't don't deny it. She deserves it. She's the, arguably the best female fighter ever. But Alexa Grasso, man, I had a, I had the privilege of watching beat uh Calderwood uh back in Columbus about a year ago. Uh pretty cool. Um but that's that's what makes the sport awesome. 
Absolutely. Anything, Anything can happen on any given night. And this yeah. happened. This is this might this is probably the biggest upset ever, in my opinion. Because you know, we talk about Juliana Pena, right? Juliana Pena, rather, my bad. She was in title talks for years. People didn't think Grasso deserved the title shot at the sixth ranked contender in the world. She got the dub. Um, Matt Sarah, um, you know, Matt Sarah GSP, I think, is the only one other one that's comparable in this situation, but man, bro. Uh, so good. I still can't believe it. I, I <laughs> when you texted me that, I just I I jinxed myself right before I was like, man, I'm I was seven for seven on parlay. I was like, man, I got this. Like Valentina and John Jones. I dude, like I was like, let's go. Yeah. Easy mark. I'm pretty sure all favorites on the card won except Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah. Now. <laughs> John Jones versus Surreal Gone. That's a bad man. Um, the Heat. I- I'm still trying to figure out how to process this i i've watched you can find the full fight on tiktok guys just look you can literally look up john jones the full fights there i was about to say the fight was the only one that i didn't go back and watch just because yeah um so the only the the most significant uh strike cyril gone through was a nut shot within the first 10 seconds of the of the first but john got to work real quick cyril gone over overthrew on a left hand John got the body lock, and it was over from there. They were both dry. I knew when it hit the ground. I'm like, this is over. He took him down like a child. Yeah. And that that guillotine that he had is so hard. It's a hard position for Cyril Gone because he can't really pop his head out because his back's up against the fence. And yeah. John Jones like pinned uh, sh- pin him with a shin and just adjusted and just got the job done. I, I don't know, bro. What, what were your thoughts? It, I'm still at a loss for words of it, honestly, because I, I mean, I think the funniest thing is like he he was saying he was going to make it look so easy and people were like, nah, come on. Like even Dana was like, I thought that was ridiculous to say. And then it turned into people saying like the Jake Gyllenhaal fight for the movie looked more uh, like competitive than this fight. Like it's it's ridiculous. He, he mauled him, man. Like it's. He, he just bought him. Like I, I that's, that's the only thing you could say. It was that quick too. Like you know, you, you talk about Cyril gone. You know, er, er, I hate referring to everybody, but everyone who's an MMA fan sees this dude as high level, which he is. Yes. But the grappling just isn't there for this dude. And if he wants any chance of getting that belt he needs to work on grappling because john jones treated him like a child yeah Uh, and that's something i never thought i'd see because i i I hold surreal gone in high regards as a fighter man i i think he's the he's the future of heavyweight yeah but i want to just say this about john jones too man he won his first title back in 2011 at 23 years old, he is 35, has four kids now, and he just got his second belt. It, the father, if father time was to get this dude, it would have happened. Yeah. 
Like John Jones, there's no, there's. Let's take a look at the rankings. Um, heavyweight. So Jones is the champ, and I don't think there's not going to be movement here. I don't think. Curtis Blades, is is that his biggest challenge? What's Curtis going to do with him on the feet? Nothing. No. Nothing. And then Sergey Pavlovich. I will say he has a he has a the same reach as Jones. I think a half inch short, a quarter inch uh, away from. It's not going to do anything really. But I think Pavlovich got ground and pounded by Overeem, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. But my only thing that worries that worries me about that is that being his UFC debut. I think now I feel like. I'm still kind of biased because obviously I think me and you are both big John Jones fans, but to look at it realistically, look at how much uh, Sergey has improved since that UFC debut. I think that was a, maybe if they fight 10 times, Overeem wins three of them, honestly, at that point in time. At that point in time. Like, I think that was a, um, a tough debut for Sergey, and I think yeah. he strides, and I do think he is. I think he's pretty heavily the most threatening matchup for John Jones. But at the same time, I don't think Sergey gets a title shot anytime soon. I don't think he gets it anytime soon because I'm telling you, the UFC's always been like that. Francis Francis is going to be back within two years. Who will- here's what hap- here's what happens. Pavlovich and Blades are fighting in April. Um so let's say Pavlovich, you know, gets taken down by uh, Blades a whole lot. Um, you know, if if that happens, I, I have no faith for him against John Jones whenever that fight, if it happens. Um, yeah. Tied to Ivasa, that'd be destruction on, for John Jones. It, it wouldn't even be don't, – don't even make that fight. Like, that's immoral. Tom Aspinall, I believe, depending on how he comes back from his knee surgeries – is probably the biggest challenge to Jones. Yeah. Because he's quick. Oh, you know, people talk about God moving like a middleweight. Uh, Aspinall does too. His jujitsu yeah. and wrestling is very good. The wrestling, especially for someone from like English, Englishmen aren't necessarily known for being, you know, wrestlers. Tom Aspinall's wrestling is phenomenal in that aspect. But I, I could see John Jones sticking around for three, two, three years doing his thing, just getting, just putting in the work and then retiring on top. Yeah. I agree. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. Where does Gon go from here, man? That's my question. Uh, uh, I think you got to give... He's got to go to Dagestan first. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That cracked me up. Um, honestly, do you, get, do you give him the winner of Blades versus... Sergey for a uh, for a number one contender because I mean Stipe versus John is pretty much already announced but do you give him Spivak? Ooh, I like and that fight. Give Gone Spivak, or I think Gone's going to take some time off. He he does. He needs to learn how to wrestle. He needs to leave Factory X. Uh. uh the MMA factory, factory X. That's actually a decent camp for him, I think. But he's got to learn to wrestle. But so, 
let's say Tom Aspinall comes back in the latter half of the year, right? I think that's the fight to make. Yeah. I want to see that fight. I want Tom Aspinall to get get expedited to a title shot personally. Yeah. It's not a bad fight to make. Gon will need a win. Aspinall needs to get back in there. And it's a vulnerable fight for Aspinall due to, due to the grappling. Mm-hmm. So, dude, I'm all for it. I love. I also love Tom Aspinall. I, I think he deserves it. But, so, that'll do it for the review. We got uh, some things to talk about. Uh, so, Jones, Stipe, Stipe said on MAR today that he's, that it's more, everything but 100% that he and John Jones will fight International Fight Week on July 9th, if I'm not mistaken. I, I fear for Stipe. Yeah. Yeah. Stipe knows how that. Stipe knows how to wrestle. DC said that he knows how to wrestle, which I think there's a difference between knowing how to wrestle and actually being really good at wrestling. Right. And, and if let's say Stipe does stuff Jones, what's he going to do to Jones on the feet? Jones is going to oblique kick, oblique kick, side kick. Just keep him at, keep him at distance. And Stipe is going to be 41 practically by the time uh, they fight in July. Yeah, I don't know, dude. This is a fight. It's a fight based off history more than an actual fight that I feel makes sense. And like everyone wants to see it. Yes, I think me and you both will love to see it. I want to see it. I'm gonna watch it. But at (laughs) the same time, it it is a fight where it's just like it's not realistic to see Steve Bay getting a win. But like we said three minutes ago, talking about the Valentina fight. It's MMA, man. Anything can happen. Anyone can get clocked and get put out, but I don't see that happening. John Jones. So yeah. I don't think anybody expected John Jones to just get to work like that. That was scary, man. That that was- is, and he was stalking gone that whole fight, just pressuring him, not letting him get his back from uh from away from the fence. He's that's the he's scary. Man on the play. That's the baddest man on the planet. Oh, speaking of uh, that, I, I'm I'm tired of Ngannou at this point. Me too. Uh, Bring him back or stay out, man. The, the, oh, I'm the heavyweight king. No, you're not. You left. Do you realize I, I'm I'm not a big fan of MMA math, but after watching that, I'm convinced John Jones would have done whatever he wanted to Francis on the ground, yeah. anything he wanted. Yeah. Like, I may, maybe I'd be wrong. Because like I said, I'm not a big MMA math guy. However, Francis, you've got to stop, dude. You left. Yeah. You don't have a – and I don't think he realizes that he did. He wasn't that big of a draw. Like no he's, one's no one has signed you to box yet. He's going to see how much Gone made on this week's uh, payroll, and he's going to start thinking about coming back. He made a lot. He made a, he made a lot of money. Didn't he make 1.3, 1.4? Like, Let me see uh, – Jones payout. Francis isn't pulling that. Uh, Francis isn't pulling that by himself if he's fighting a Curtis Blades or a Tom Aspinall. But you'd be damn sure that Ngannou versus Jones is selling more than that, especially if they give it a good fight card around it. Yeah, and this was the most talked about fight card I think since Habib versus McGregor. Yeah. Yeah, like more talked about than Poirier and McGregor three and two. Like yeah. if that tells you anything about what John Jones can pull. Yeah, I I honestly, even as much as 
what John Jones means to the sport. If you would have asked me at the beginning of the year, I still would have been shocked that um, Jones versus Gon was more talked about than Volkanovski versus Mahachev. So, and that's that's in part because of the UFC because they didn't really push that fight too much, which I've, that was one of the best fights I've ever seen. Yeah. But I think they were really just trying to push like, look, the greatest of all uh, greatest of all time is back. Okay, we got to discuss this. There's no debate at this point. There's none. No debate anymore. But at the same time, leading up to the fight, I was getting a little annoyed with that because it's like that was all they were focusing on for PR, you know, was the goat's back. And I'm like, if he goes out and something happens in this fight, like it's going to – I don't know. Would, I, I just I disagree in, to an extent in that even before this fight, John Jones was the greatest to ever do it, and I don't even think it was yes, particularly close. Yes, absolutely. But I don't, I don't know where I'm trying to get with that. But I know I think I can figure it out. Like if he's if he's really what happens if he loses? Is he really your goat? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to get at? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I get that completely. They were leaning real heavy on that, and it's really weird to hear these professional sports organizations recognize a current player as the GOAT, if any player at all. And I feel like when they do, it's trying to sell stuff, you know, because even even the NFL didn't do that at all with Brady, you know, like Major League Baseball, nothing else like that has that. And then I don't feel like the UFC has ever really – as their own brand, recognized John Jones as as the greatest of all time until it was two, three weeks before his fight week. Yeah. And now it was, here's our guy. Here's our guy. This is the UFC poster, poster guy now. And now they're selling him back as the face of the UFC all of a sudden, where I think for a couple of years now, the UFC and John Jones haven't been on the best of terms. Yeah. So it's just... Yeah, like back to this goat thing, you know. After when I when I was watching that fight, it was like the first time I realized ever watching a fight like this is greatness because, yeah. or like any sport really. Like he, I realized at that moment when he got the guillotine, when Mark Goddard separated the two of them, we will never, guys. You, you there's you can't debate me on this. I'm sorry. I'm I like being I love debates, but you can't debate me on this. We will never ever in our lifetimes or anyone else's lifetimes see someone that great ever step into the octagon again ever it, it's it, not possible dj yes he defended his about 11 times but who is his most notable opponent ray borg uh no uh what's his face um who's uh olivi's husband oh uh benavides joe benavides was probably his most notable point and Cejudo. Yeah, but yeah. that's but he beat one champ yeah, one champ, one former champ, and and the, and that was before he was even even a champ. John Jones in his first four fights, Shogun Hua, Machida, Evans, uh, Rampage, and then he 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 also beat the best to never win a belt in Gustafson, and all these other he beat three generations of light heavyweights. Yeah, I want you guys to put that into your mind, and then. 12 years later, he moves up a weight class and he's beating the newest gen- he's beating the newest generation of heavyweights and he beat a former interim champ who beat the brakes off Derek Lewis. Yeah. 
it, it as hardcore as I think who listen to this, and if you're trying to get into it, I think this is a good podcast to start with. Please subscribe. Um, but you will never see anyone like this again. And you better be, you better just tune in every time he fights because it could be the last time. Yeah. I don't need, I don't, I can't even comprehend fully how great this guy is. I'm not an expert. I just love this sport. He's as good as it's ever going to get in this sport. And there's just no one that can contend with that. 15 title fights, 15 title wins. Habib had like 13 total UFC fights. Only four title fights. And if you guys keep calling him the GOAT, for all those you Habib lovers out there, you're insane. You, John Jones is greater than Habib in his first four fights, title fights, than Habib was ever in his other title fights. It's, it's incomparable. If Jones stopped there after Machida, I believe, he'd still be greater than Habib. So... I don't know if you have anything to add to that, Jared. I, I feel like I summed it up pretty well. You, you you guys will never see anything like that again. Absolutely. I think that's a good that's a good cherry on top to it all. Um let's I'm, see. What else? It's it's been a pretty I mean, it's been it's been calm, guys. Um Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't think oh Apparently McGregor and Chandler aren't getting along too well. Can't wait to tune in that. I'm excited. I'm excited. Potential 185 fight? Question mark? I'm all I'm down yeah, for that. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, not much here. Um we'll, we'll, I'm sure I'm sure more stuff will pop up um when uh we preview Piotr Jan versus Marab Dualashvili. But Jared, do you have anything else to add, man? No, sir. Great weekend of fighting. Great weekend of fighting, yes. One more thing before we leave. John Jones is the GOAT. There's no dispute anymore, guys. You, you can't. So take that as you will. We'll be back for a preview of Jan versus Dualashvili. Spoiled there. Awesome fight. Great card, too. Uh, so tune into that and we'll see you guys next time.